Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, this is John Dorsey. How you doing, buddy boy? Don't be scared. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, John Ledger, and Trevor Sikama from the Draft Network. It is Super Show Friday here on the Draft Dudes podcast. And we've got a fun concept to get into today before we welcome Trevor and John. I do have to say hello to Kyle and welcome him to the show. Hello, dear friend. Good to be back on a Friday show. Yes, it is. And, and, and welcome, John and Trevor. How is everyone today? I'm doing great. It didn't seem like you cared to have Kyle on the show there for a second. Yeah, it was begrudging from the very start. Doing well, Joe. Very good things. It's very good, day to good be a things. gator, right, Trevor? There it, it is. is. It actually really is, you know? Thank you, my Joe. Closet, my it. closet gator fanhood is slowly but surely coming back out. So. I was going to say, how do, you, how do you play that, Joe? Because, like... They've been down, and you've been like low key, like laying in the weeds, and then now they're back and chomp, chomp, go Gators, baby! There it is. Yeah. <laughs> what if I told you Florida wasn't back, but that's okay. Yeah, oh. you know. Oh, this is a good time to mention this. You know, Kyle has Kyle Florida, has Florida 19. 19, 21 and nineteen on his polls. Nineteen, 19 <gasps> folks. He's he's employed by the same person company we are. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness! Trevor, He's being like a free patch just because they play in the SEC. Well, they have quality wins over Kentucky, Mississippi State, and LSU, and they're five okay. and one. Oh. Okay, Mississippi State are they really good team? Kentucky are they really good team? LSU is a quality win. For I'm not convinced Kentucky good. and Mississippi State are quality wins. I'm sorry, just because they play in the SEC, they didn't beat Kentucky. By the way. Yeah, Whoops. Lost to Kentucky. <laughs> in my mind, they always beat Kentucky, so I'm not used to saying that. It's been 30 Thanks, years. Trevor. We honestly just wanted to hear Trevor have to say it and clarify. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Did Trevor have today Florida for- the highest? Does anybody remember? Um, Joe's the uh, gatekeeper here. Yeah, so he's I, the I, one have all, no. I have Did all. I have all. Get no, your every, producer on that. Everybody had them in the top 10, except for Kyle had them at 19. So there's that to keep in mind. Um, and if you really want this data, if we, if I think I, Brad had him the highest, didn't he? No, high. I had him pretty high. I think I had him eight, maybe. All right, here it is. I've got the data. So this is week seven. Yes. All right. Yeah. Florida, Florida. Everyone's name's getting called here. Joe nine, Kyle 19, John Ledger eight, Trevor nine, Ben 14, Brad 11. I'm the biggest Florida fan here. Y'all frauds can take a hike. A homer. Go Gators, DBU. <laughs> Kyle had Auburn ranked, and that's I rest my case. Right. Had him ranked twenty fourth. Okay, ranked somehow, somehow. All right, shall we get into, this, get into the show concept today? The concept 
is that we are going to put all of the players into a pool. After Kyle and I on yesterday's draft dudes, we friggin' eliminated four teams from the NFL. We're now putting everything back into a uh, one player pool and we are going to pick out the five players that we would want individually. So we can pick the same players, but here's the catch. We can only pick one player at each position. So there will be one quarterback from each. Probably. I don't know. Maybe you guys don't like Kenny's quarterbacks, but the, the, the big catch here is that five players and they can only play. They can't all, they can, they have to be all different positions. So hopefully right. that makes sense to everyone. Are we good? Does anyone have any questions? We good. We all right. Going. We're good. So, so essentially Joe, I feel like this is unfair for you to set the table here because you don't play video games, right? This is something you don't do. Thirty. If you're, Go ahead. If, excuse me. Excuse me. If you were doing a Madden franchise and you did the fantasy draft, this is essentially our big board for that number one pick. I think that's a pretty, pretty effective. I mean, nobody's going to. Well, with positional limitations. With, with positional limitations, yes. But yes. Right. Yeah. Everyone's got that. All right. We're going to start at number five. I'm giving it to Kyle first. Who's player no. number five on your no. board? No, I, no. Yeah, I, this is my team. <laughs> it's home field turf. Yeah. The locked on boys are going first. Damn it. Kyle's going first. Five. <laughs> no. What do we Trevor, do? Go ahead and give us your five. Wow. I just got jumped. All right, fine. Um, wait, I'm only <laughs> feel like Trevor's getting the in the full? middle of mom and daddy. No, just your number five. Okay. Just, just number, number five. five. Odell Beckham jr. Is my number five, a wide receiver. Yep. Do you have any commentary you'd like to give? That's uh, in the years that he's been healthy, he's had over 1,300 yards for three straight seasons, had double-digit touchdowns, and he's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. He's one of the biggest game changers and offensive weapons there is, and he's only 25 years old. So there you go. God, I love how compact that was. That was rehearsed. That was My man's prepared. Oh, I was ready. Y'all were dilly-dallying. Oh, always ready to here, tell you, you about know? Odell. Always. Joe, I'm going to give you I back here. I always keep those stats on me, boys. All right. I guess I'm back here. Okay. So John, who was your number five player? My number five player was offensive tackle David Bakhtiari from the Green Bay Packers. I think he is maybe the best tackle in the league this season. Uh, How old is he? He is. He just turned 26, I want to say. Yeah. In September. Wow. He's younger than I thought. All right. Uh, He is excellent and mainly excellent in pass protection probably as good a tackle as there is in the nfl uh in pass protection rarely beaten by anyone has the range to get out to 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 speed rushers and the power to be able to withstand bull rushes which was his issue for a while early in his career but it's gotten better and better every single season playing at an extremely high level this season um i think he's an absolute stud and he would i would be very honored as a team that will pass the ball relentlessly to have him protecting my quarterback's blind side. I, I was wondering if we were going to get an offensive lineman and John Ledger makes it happen. All right, Kyle, now you really have to go. Who's your number yeah, five? No, it's okay. I'm okay with this because Trevor has backed me up. He's taken a wide receiver. I have a wide receiver as well, but mine is DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins, Nuke. fun fact, he's 26 years old. Yep. He's still very young. He has three 1200 plus yard receiving seasons. He is well on his way to his fourth. He is averaging a career high 109.5 yards per game thus far in six games in 2018 monster contested catchability. I think the versatility and the ways that he can win as a receiver, 
uh, contested situations, specifically power in the red zone. Those areas were a dividing factor from him and Odell Beckham. Plus the fact that he's not a psychopath was an added bonus. (laughs) Trevor is triggered. I'm I'm not triggered. It's fine. People sleep on him. It's fine. I am going to make some waves here with my people forget that Terrell Owens is second best wide receiver of all time. So, uh, he was legitimately psychopath though. I know it's so funny because when Odell had everything going on the other week, somebody caught in my mentions and he said, this is T.O. all over again. Gotta trade him. I'm like, uh, you it just is named T.O., this, but, yeah. I'm like, you just named the second best wide receiver of all time. And then just said, trade him. <laughs> Valentine's day is just around the corner and it's only fitting that this important interruption is brought to you by manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below the belt grooming. Have you thought about what you're getting your loved one this year? Or maybe you want to give the gift of sweet-smelling grundle bliss to your partner. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Whether you're the only one who gets to see what's going on down there or you're one of many, do you, your partner, and everyone else a favor and introduce yourself to this revolutionary company. Manscaped just launched their brand new Perfect Package. Inside the Manscaped Perfect Package, you'll find their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which features skin-safe technology and will prevent you or your man from cutting his nuts. Speaking of smelling nice, let's be real. No one wants to carry around that locker room smell with them. That's why I am thankful for the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These products keep your crotchal region from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The Perfect Package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep that junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to this new new. Give the gift that will make your Valentine's Day spicy. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code locked on to get 20% off and free shipping. Ladies, this is the perfect gift for you and your man and men. Your partner will thank you. Trust me, he will thank you. And guess who else will thank you? Your balls will thank you. 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code locked on at manscaped.com. They tell yeah. themselves on this twitter.com machine. They really do. Yes, they do. Number five for me, folks. Saquon Barkley, running back, New York Whoa. Giants. You picked a running back? Unbelievable. I'm out. I, I did. I did. I Delete this podcast. The pod's over. Now, I've got a multifaceted offensive weapon that is just ridiculously dynamic. He's big. He's powerful. He does everything. He can be the focal point of my offense, and he can give me everything I could ever dream of in a running back. He can win outside, inside. He can catch the football. And I just think that he is such a dynamic weapon that I would just I, I couldn't overlook him and the possibility of having him as the foundation piece of my offense. Joe, if it makes you feel any better, he would have been sixth on my list. Wow. I thought you were going to have him at four. No, I he, he did not make the cut, but he, I, his name was written down at first and he got bumped. Okay. Well, look at me. I'm the Saquon Bark- Barkley truther, me of all people in this group. All right. So here we go. We're going to move on to number four. We'll start with John Ledger this time. Who do you have? Number four. Number four, I have a wide receiver as well. I'll be honest. I think Odell Beckham Jr. is more talented, but the psychopath thing came into slight consideration for me. And so I went with Michael Thomas. I also loved DeAndre Hopkins as well. To Michael, to me, Michael Thomas is just like one of those guys that I'm not sure if it's because he plays with Drew Brees or what it is, but if you watch Michael Thomas, it's hard to figure out what he doesn't do well. 
He can win vertically when they ask him to. He wins off the line of scrimmage, creates separation at all levels of the field, excellent hands and contested catchability. He's just an all-around stud. Um, He's also low-key, one of my biggest draft hits, so I'm kind of partial to him, I'll be honest. But I think that he's really making a case this season to be in that tier one uh, of wide receivers, you know, with the Antonio Browns, the Julio Jones, the Odells and the Hopkins and and those kind of guys. So I am a big fan of Michael Thomas and he will be my pick in the fourth round. Are we calling it like the fourth round? Are we going backwards and rounds here? Is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. That's how we're doing it. Um, Also, I wanted to be different and Hopkins and OBJ are both amazing too, but I figured nobody else would pick Thomas. Somebody in the world is going to say, well, Michael Thomas, if he didn't play with Drew Brees, he wouldn't be as productive. Squash that right now, John. That's absolutely absurd. <laughs> I hate when people <laughs> say those things. It just drives me nuts. Like, oh, yeah, if a receiver doesn't play with the quarterback, you can't throw them the ball. Like, they're not, you know, it's just like <laughs> doesn't make any sense at all. It's like, well, yeah, you need somebody to throw you the ball to actually produce. Like, But to, to knock a player for that without viewing them and watching how they achieve their production is just completely illogical and ridiculous. All right, Trevor, who we got at number four? Miles Garrett is four for me. Um, 22-year-old alien pass rusher in one of the most important positions in the NFL, obviously. Uh, The things that he can do at his size, the production that he's been able to have even in the short little time that he's been in the NFL uh, gives you a lot of hope that this guy could be dominating for a long, long time. And again, in a really important position. So Garrett is my number four. All right, Kyle, number four. Number four for me, cornerback Jalen Ramsey. I think he's got the best opportunity to really develop into a big-time lockdown corner. He's got terrific ball skills. Uh, Ramsey has played in 38 career games. He has 35, I'm sorry, 33 passes defense, six interceptions, total ball hawk, a physical freak as far as his length, 6'1", 208. Uh, I think he can play turn and run coverage. He can play at the line of scrimmage. You can play him in zone, and he's got great instincts. So he he checks all the boxes. Ramsey for me is a big time player. I think he's he's going to be dominant for quite a while. Do you remember the debates with him whether he was going to be a corner or safety in the NFL? Did anybody yeah, think safety? So stupid. Yeah, that was stupid. Wouldn't have <laughs> Been good. It, you're right. It wouldn't have mattered. But I never thought of him as a safety. But yeah, he's certainly dynamic cornerback for me at number four. I I went with the wide receiver. I have DeAndre Hopkins, same as Kyle there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to repeat everything Kyle said because he did a really good job of summarizing him as a player. But the two things that stand out with Hopkins that makes me gravitate towards him is number one. This dude's been in the league since 2013. 2013 through 2017, the Texans had a different quarterback lead their team in passing yards. I, he he's found ways to produce with literally guys like Brandon Whedon, you know, Brian Fitzpatrick, this revolving door of, of Brock Osweiler, all these different quarterbacks and they could, nobody could stop this guy. And uh, I needed to have a dude, right? I had to have a dude in the passing game that we can, we can target and know that we can, we can keep the chains moving and score in the red zone. So I had to get Deandre Hopkins here as my receiver at number four. All right, here we're going into the third round and that's Kyle's to navigate through. Yeah, so I am taking over the role of the hostess with the mostess. And Joe, you just got done talking, but with our rotation working out the way it has, you are going to lead off the number three spot on your big board for this uh, first franchise pick. So who do you have in your third spot on your big board? I've got Aaron Donald. 
my defensive tackle Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh, sorry. The Los well, Angeles. I mean, you're right. not wrong. You know, true. <laughs> well, there it is. Pittsburgh yeah. Panthers, right? That wasn't. Yeah. Bad. Uh, yeah, the dynamic interior penetrator. I think getting interior penetration is one of the key things in having a good defense and and his ability to make plays behind the line of scrimmage. The amount of attention he takes up. Uh, in terms of those uh, interior three, the guards and centers and those guys trying to to, to scheme and, and take him away, creates so much any other opportunities for his teammates. And uh, I just I, he's explosive and dynamic. He's he's the highest paid defensive player in the league for a reason. This is NFL Under Review, local experts on the biggest NFL stories. The NFL Honors Award Show was last week and one surprise when it came to Defensive Player of the Year. This is Bear Motter with your Los Angeles Rams update from Lockdown Rams. Aaron Donald would have been the first player in NFL history to win the award three straight years in a row, but it wasn't the case that the NFL Honors that award this year went to Stephon Gilmore. And don't get me wrong, Stephon Gilmore had a great season. Six interceptions, 18 pass deflected, two touchdowns. He had 53 total tackles. Stephon Gilmore won the award with 21 votes. Chandler Jones came in second with 14. TJ Watt with 10. Although Donald says this doesn't bother him, I see him putting this chip on his shoulder, working even harder, and coming back stronger in 2020, which is a scary thing for the rest of the NFL. For more NFL news, subscribe to the Locked On NFL Podcast only on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, Uh, I'm going to rotate back to myself and then I'll give to Trevor and then John here for my third spot. Uh, I have Trevor's fourth player, Miles Garrett. Uh, Garrett's logged at least a half a sack in four of the Browns' six games this season. Uh, He has logged 12 sacks in 17 career games and 15 starts, uh, 13 tackles for loss, 29 QB hits, extremely productive. He's been close to having a lot more sack production than what he's had. Uh, we've talked a ton about his traits already. He's young. He's 23 years old. Uh, so, or I'm sorry, he's 22. Yeah, he's he 22. Won't turn, he won't turn 23 until December 29th. So, uh, first of all, that makes me feel very old. Second of all, Miles is superb. He's only going to continue to perfect and develop his craft. Uh, so, this is going to come back to Trevor for your third spot. Thanks for the correction, by the way, um, and on I'm- your your board. That's what I'm here for. Uh, same thing that Joe said. I've got Aaron Donald, number three, you know, kind of just echoing what he said. Interior pressure is king. And, uh, you know, there just aren't many who have played this game who do it as well as Aaron, Aaron Donald does it. And I think that with health on his side, he's got a lot more really great years left in him. And, and he's going to go down as one of the greatest to ever play it. And so uh, especially for a guy who is in his mid slash late twenties, whatever you want to call it already picking a guy. I'm not worried about the age at this point when you're playing at the production uh, that he is. And so he would be my number three choice. Okay. So John, if I know you the way I think you do, you don't have Donald here because you're going to be higher on Donald. Is that correct? You're very smart. And that is correct. I have miles Garrett here actually. Um, and it's for the same reasons you guys said, I mean, Everybody thinks Miles Garrett's a freak because he is. His production already this season's been outstanding. He's on the short list for Defensive Player of the Year, in my opinion. Um, I think he's all the traits. And remember, we're starting a franchise, so for me, I'm thinking about long term. You know, yes, it'd be easy to take Joey Bosa; he's unbelievable. But I think Garrett has an even higher ceiling. So I was going to say, was there anybody else, pass rusher wise, like edge, like outside linebacker or DN, that you guys 
thought about over Garrett. Because for me, it was Khalil Mack. I almost mm-hmm. picked Khalil Mack. Just because mm-hmm. of age, I didn't think about Mack or Chandler Jones. You I know, mean, but, but Mack is only tw- like 27, 27, you know? Like, yeah. still, freak, you know? Right, I, right. I mean, you're still getting years of Khalil Mack being good. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm thinking more like I'm trying to pick like 26 and younger type players just because if we're, if we're literally starting a franchise, it's like peak in three years is kind of in my mind. So that was my reasoning behind that. If you're asking me if Mac is better than Garrett right now, absolutely. If you're asking me if Mac is or if Chandler Jones is better than Garrett right now, absolutely. Um, I think Chandler Jones might be the best pass rusher in the NFL. But Garrett, to me, highest ceiling. I think he's going to be a double-digit sack guy forever and the ability to beat you in a lot of ways and really make a huge impact in the run game. I just don't think there's any real weakness with drafting Miles Garrett. I think he's a total stud. Mm-hmm. For for me, Edge was the hardest position to narrow because there there are young guys that that's a lot of talent. I had a harder time kind of discerning what position to put like four five and six. But as far as a single position group, I had the most potential targets at edge versus any other position for me personally. Yeah, I agreed. Okay. We're moving up to the two slot. Everybody went. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And by the way, 27 years old, 237 days. Wow. So he'll be 28 Eight. by when's his birthday? Yeah, what are you, his mother? February 20th. How, how many months he is? Okay. How many months he is old? <laughs> what was his pounds and ounces? <laughs> He's, At least 240 months. <laughs> <laughs> what was his arm length out of the womb, Joe? Uh, well, I don't These know. Seven inches? Yeah. <laughs> Seven's long. Yeah. How, how long are a newborn physical freak? <laughs> <laughs> so we're moving on. Uh, the only person who has not got a chance to lead off yet is yours truly because I was a coward in the fifth round. So <laughs> here we are in the second round, and I'm going to lead off with Aaron Donald. I have a feeling I'm not the only one that has Aaron Donald in the two spot. Uh, Donald came into this year four years in the league, had 39 sacks as a defensive tackle in four years. That's outstanding. Uh, he has... In his last three seasons combined, he's over, uh, I think he's in 95 quarterback hits, not including 2018. So the last three full seasons he's played, and he missed two games in 2017. He has 95 QB hits. So uh, extremely productive. That ability to get in your face as a pass rusher is invaluable. I care that he's a little bit older because he's so freaking dominant that it doesn't matter. Uh, Trevor, I'm going to kick back to you for your number two spot. My number two is Jalen Ramsey, and it is for a lot of the reasons that you guys mentioned earlier, because he was earlier in your list. Uh, Obviously, an elite player at a position that is really impactful, playing as a lockdown corner. But but, uh, I truly think that Jalen not just changes how you can shape a defense and scheme, but also mentality. Like, I I just love that Jalen, Mm -hmm. the way that Jalen approaches the game. And I've got to say, you know, I've covered the Buccaneers for three years now, lived in Tampa for a long time. And I actually had this back and forth with a guy on Twitter earlier this week. The Buccaneers are a franchise that just straight up does not know how to win. Like they just don't mentally know how to do it. Like winning is not in their culture. It's not in their blood. Winning is the only thing that isn't Jalen Ramsey's blood. And when other players on the team aren't up to 
winning or the task or working hard or doing what they need to do, Jalen Ramsey speaks out about it and he doesn't put up on anybody's bull crap. And I love that. I really do. Uh, because I think that a lot of times in this league, we get PR speak from players, from organizations, from coaches and Jalen's just like, nah, I'm not about it. You know, if we're not winning and I see somebody's fault now, is he a bit of a drama queen? Yeah, sure. But I don't know. I, I, I don't have a problem. That's with your that. brand. Um, yeah, of course. And so that's why like Jalen, I think he's such a phenomenal talent. Um, I think he impacts scheme and defenses in a lot of ways, but truly as a guy who, who, who does not put up with mediocrity is the reason why he is number two over positions that I would probably consider, you know, more directly important to perhaps success him as a leader there and him as a person I, I think is, is what does it for me. Trevor, your speech on the winning culture of Jalen Ramsey had, had me thinking of Jarvis Landry from hard knocks. That shit contagious, bruh. <laughs> Bless him. That shit Using, contagious, bruh. Using is extremely contagious once you let it settle in. It's extremely contagious because especially covering Tampa, man, they've had good. T- they've had some. They've had nice talent in Tampa over the years. Never done anything with it. Never knew how. And it's absolutely contagious. John, number two slot on your board. Aaron Donald, best NFL football player that there is. Joe, number two slot on your board since John made that very short and sweet. One note on Donald, in his first four NFL seasons, 72 tackles for loss. Yeah, (laughs) did the same thing in college. Dude's absolutely (laughs) freak of nature. Yeah, yeah, he's Uh, the best football player on the planet. Yeah, 27 years old, 147 days. um, The, The one thing I will say about Donald, when you watch that playoff game last year, and I know they lost, I've never, like... He took what is normally just completely unstoppable to just another level in the playoff game. It was incredible to watch. And I know, like, I think it was Atlanta, if I remember correctly. They ended up losing that game, but it was just unbelievable to watch him play. I mean, he was every single rep he was winning cleanly. And I was just like, there's just no way. And they literally just had to have their center on pass protection, just automatic double teams so the Rams could blitz the other A gap. It was was just straight up insane to watch. He just... I've never seen anything like it. He's best football player on the planet. I guess. So my player at number two uh, went with miles Garrett. Uh, We've, we've said a lot about him, but uh, I think his traits, everything we thought he would be in the NFL has, has come together. What I've really been impressed with, with Garrett so far watching him this season is his motor. Like he was injured a lot in college. And so I, you know, we never questioned his effort, but like, now that he's healthy and, and, and all the technique and all of his flexibility and burst and strength is there. But when he when he has that, that motor just runs hot all the time. And uh, and so, I'm, I mean, young, he's going to be a foundational player for the defense for a decade plus if he wants it. So for me, number two, Miles Garrett. OK, now the moment we've all been waiting for so because every single player on my list was echoed by at least somebody else to this point. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a quarterback one, correct? You yes. have to. Yeah. There's no way we don't. So, Trevor, you started at round five. We've each taken turns starting. So the floor is yours, my friend. Tell us who your franchise selection is at the quarterback position. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Please extrapolate. 34 years old, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, maybe the greatest quarterback of all time. He's got... I mean, he can play on however long he wants, to be honest, and he's going to be absolutely elite at what he does. I mean, 
it's so clear when you just watch Packers games. I mean, what was the stat that we saw? And somebody tweeted out on Twitter earlier this week. It was like in quarters one through three, the Packers are minus 81 or something like that in points. And in the fourth quarter, they're plus 105. And that's because in the fourth quarter, when they're down, they just basically go away from everything and go, here you go, Rogers, do your thing. And he does. And he does every single time. And it just doesn't matter what defense it is. He's, uh, I mean, Aaron Donald is the best football player on the planet, but Aaron Rodgers has the most impact of any football player on the planet. And I don't think it's really close. So there you go. John. I'm picking, even though he's 34 years old, doesn't, doesn't phase me at all. I'm picking the best John. quarterback. No question. John, I mean, you pick Tom Brady, right? <laughs> he's a little bit too old for, for this exercise, but <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers isn't, and, uh, that's who I'm going with. I mean, it's just kind of. There it is. I wondered if somebody would do it. Yeah, it's just kind of. Look at my co-host. John, first of all, John just got done saying on the third slot on the big board how age was a factor. Right. And then he. <laughs> it is. Older players at two but, and one on his board. Wait, two? Donald? Aaron Donald. How old is he? He's 27. Oh, that's not old. That's fine. But my thought was. With this, the quarterbacks have a way longer lifespan typically. Plus, Rodgers didn't play for the first couple years of his career, so hypothetically less you know, wear and tear on the body, although he has had some injuries, obviously. But at 34 years old, I mean, you could be talking about five, six good years with this guy still. And yep. to me, like, like that's enough. Years. Yeah, that's enough. At that position, that's enough for me to say I'm going with him. If we were going with the younger guy, sure, the conversation could be absolutely be different. But, like, at this point, like, the rest of my team is mostly younger guys and, like, building their way up. And, like, I just want a leader who's going to be able to, to, to maximize but, everything around him offensively. And I, I got But you're not players. necessarily getting those players because this is, this is your big board to start with the first pick. We just presented it in reverse order. So let's say that I do. Because so you, you can't assume that you get all those guys. Well, whatever I get, I'm going to get good players, and I need a guy that's going to be able to. to I'm still taking Aaron Rodgers above everyone in the NFL. It's just like hard. Like, how are you not going to take the best, other than Aaron Donald, the best football player on the planet? Like, I mean, it's just how do you not do it? And as long as he isn't ancient, you know, it's just I don't know. It's just what happens if he gets hurt one year? If he gets hurt, (laughs) if any of these guys, I have a problem with this. (laughs) Yeah, I do have a problem. You're going to take a 34 year old quarterback who's yeah, it's a no brainer. Obviously, yeah, like the last two years. This is a no brainer. This is a no brainer. Anybody Listen, don't bring Justin Bieber's bop of 2018 into this. Okay. I did not even know he did, had a song. No, no brainer. Called no brainer. <laughs> Cal told on himself there. And I'm not even a I'm not even a Bieber like hater. I did not I'm even a know big that was a song. Believer for the record. Yeah, that's that's fine, okay. You need to be a bigger believer in Aaron freaking Rodgers. I love Aaron Rodgers, but if I'm going to start right now Apparently and pick a franchise, don't. I want 10 years. I don't want four or five and run the risk that he gets hurt when he's got hurt each the last two years. Now, thankfully, he's able to play right now. Anybody Joe, could get hurt, though. The younger guys, they just haven't played as much, so you're not as sure. But like, all right, who's your Watson, quarterback? If, They've all got who's your quarterback then? Who's your quarterback? But if they, they get hurt, I still have eight years. All right, so maybe if he it depends hurt, on how bad they get hurt. Who's your quarterback? My quarterback's Jared Goff. Well, at least he's been healthy. Yeah. But so he there goes your argument so right my there. Team's, my team's going to beat yours. <laughs> well, just because it's a team sport, John, don't be a QB wins guy. Okay? QB wins. I will be a QB wins guy when the wins are basically just because of the QB. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. That's pretty okay. bad. Well, 
That was strong. If I am projecting and picking for a franchise going forward right now, I want to ensure I have top tier quarterback play for as long as possible. Now, yeah, you'll get better quarterback play this year and next year, but he's 34 years old. Inevitably, that is going to catch up with him. And that's why I went with a younger guy in Jared Goff who's playing lights out this year. He is on pace for 5,141 yards, 32 touchdowns this season. He's playing terrific football. He is averaging almost 10 yards an attempt right now. He's playing out of his mind football. He's in his third season. He's budding in his ability to throw the ball to all areas of the field. And for me and that reason, it was a no brainer. Okay. I mean, I can dig Jared Goff. I can definitely dig Jared Goff. Like, if you're going with a younger guy, yeah, heck yeah. I mean, he's, I think he's unbelievable. He's been unbelievable this season. And I think he's, he's on that trajectory, too. I just, you know, feeling the veteran in this situation. Okay. Joe, go ahead. Oh. We know what your answer is. Right. My, I have the right answer. And I love Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. I, he, I think he's the best thing in the NFL. Uh, but I'm going with Carson Wentz, who is – Wow. Supremely talented. I think what stands out to me about Wentz, obviously the intangibles you like, but his, his situational stuff, his third down, his red zone is under pressure is all really, really, really strong already in his career. And I think he's only going to continue to get better. And, and I just think he's the total package. So I think if there's a guy that I think we can be talking about like Aaron Rodgers for the next 10, 15 years to me, that's, that's Carson Wentz. I think he gives me the chance. He gives me the, the belief that, at 34 years old when we're doing this in 10 years or whatever that you guys are going to say, Oh, Carson Wentz, just like you did Aaron Rodgers. I get it for a longer amount of time. I think Wentz is an absolute stud. I'd take golf, but it's hard for me to rip, especially like Wentz gets back into form. You know, I, I don't know. I think both are going to be great. It's going to be a battle forever. Kind of probably as to who's better, just kind of like the rivers and, and Ben and Eli. Well, I you know, it was the, Eli's not the best, but did you guys have kind of like a, a super out there pick you you thought about like throughout your entire five because mine (laughs) oh yeah yeah but like (laughs) mine was um i thought about juju smith schuster i thought wow really i I literally i thought about because i was thinking about wide receivers and i was looking at age and i was like juju was he didn't even play a lot last year and he was what 83 yards off a thousand yard season and even play that much in an offense where he's second fiddle to a guy who's getting the most targets in the NFL. And just the things that John has told me about him and showed me about him and everything. And I'm like, this kid's, what is he? 21. He's yeah. 21. Yeah. He's so I thought about it. I thought about, it. <clears throat> he's really, really good. My only concern with Juju is like, I don't know that there's like a ceiling for him to be like amazing, you know, because he's yeah. not like the greatest athlete ever. Like he's not like OBJ right. as an athlete, but yeah. Right. John, how much do you think his, his situation in Pittsburgh and, and not, being the primary allows him to really shine in Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't think, I mean, like he gets open against man coverage, like consistently he does play from, he's playing from the slot a ton this season. So, you know, you could argue he's seeing a weaker corner in those situations, but I think the biggest thing with Juju is the degree of difficulty on so many of the plays that he makes. Like it doesn't really matter so much. Like, you know, it just the fact that he comes down with some of the catches that he comes down with, whether it's contested catches or digging balls out or going back outside his frame for something or contorting for a ball, like those are really the things that are really impressive about him. So, I mean, there's in terms of getting open, yeah, you're not seeing the team's number one corner in a lot of situations, which helps. But 
you know, he just, his ability to just run such a diverse route tree and work from the slot or be outside if they need him to, but then just to finish on, on every type of catch is just, I mean, that we, we break down a lot of things about playing wide receiver, but at the end of the day, if you can finish on, on targets, like anywhere around you consistently, like, I don't know, you're going to be really good, man. And he, his average yards per catch is huge too, for not being a speedster. Like that, that was a big selling point from last year. And again, this year. So he's a stud. Well, folks, Thanks for teching in with us. Should we run through our teams again real quick? Our full team? It's not a team. It's a board. Well, it's our full board, board, whatever. Board. board team. John's struggling with this concept. Yeah, I don't understand the, the, the show. I'm not going to lie. But it's a big thing. board for the first pick. Boards. Yes. Okay. John, go ahead. Give me five through one. Uh, Aaron, oh, five through one. Uh, back to David Bakhtiari, Michael Thomas, Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, Aaron Rodgers. Trevor, five to one. Odell, Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Rodgers. Joe, five to one. Saquon Barkley, DeAndre Hopkins, Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, Carson Wentz. And I am DeAndre Hopkins, Jalen Ramsey, Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, Jared Goff. So we all had Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett. Yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's crazy. So, Surprised nobody picked Bosa, but I get it. If you are listening to this show, we would love to hear from you. You can reach uh, all of us at the Draft Network, uh, at Draft Network LLC on Twitter. You can reach Trevor at Tampa Bay Trey. John is at Ledyard NFL Draft. Joe is at the Joe Marino, and I am at Grinding the Tape. With who you pick, what does your top five big board look like if you were starting a franchise from scratch and had the first overall selection? We would love to hear from you, so please hit us up. We might even put a poll out there for this one because there were some contested selections throughout the course of this show. I'd like to thank John and Trevor for carving some time out and coming on to the Super Show today. Make sure you hit subscribe on Locked On NFL Draft and follow them all throughout the week. We will be on Locked On NFL Draft next Friday. We meet me and Joe along with John and Trevor to do our continuous Friday Draft Network Super Shows. I am Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino, John Ledyard, and Trevor Senkema. Thanks so much for listening to this Super Show episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.